Welcome back to the House of Takes NBA show. I am Dave DeBaugh. Oh my gosh, we are going to have so much fun on today's show. We are going to talk about Clay Thompson. He actually pays a little respect last night to Ginobili. We're also going to talk about Drew Holiday committing to the U.S. Olympic team. Uh, look, he's uh, only two gold medals behind his wife, Lauren, who won two gold medals, of course, with the USA women's soccer team. We're also going to talk about LeBron being old. Let's just face it. LeBron is actually old. He's actually very, very old, at least in basketball years uh, but that old man is averaging 25 7 and 7 on this season uh, we're also going to talk about mad max's absolutely incredible last four minutes of his game last night against the dallas mavericks the buzzer beater heard around the world hey uh, and and maybe we'll even get into something a little lighter like the G League Memphis Grizzlies. Who knows what will come up on today's show. But today we actually begin with the Miami Heat, who have now won eight out of ten games. Uh, they're actually in the fifth spot in the Eastern Conference at this point. And they are certainly going to have a reality check on Thursday night when they travel to Denver to do battle with the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets will be on a back-to-back -back as they actually played the Sacramento Kings tonight. Bam Adebayo has been absolutely spectacular this year, 2010 and four are his numbers. It's ironic because we actually did a story yesterday on Victor Wembenyama. And if you looked at Victor's uh, stats for the season, they're very comparable to Bam's. In fact, Victor's, quite frankly, are a little bit better, especially when you look at the last couple months and you look specifically at block shots he's averaging um three and a half block shots a game but bam bam has been absolutely phenomenal so far for the miami heat this particular season now with the Miami Heat currently in fifth spot in the eastern conference i think it's safe to say to everybody out there that at this point, uh, the Miami Heat have no chance of winning the Eastern Conference. Quite frankly, nobody has any chance outside of the Boston Celtics unless there's some sort of absolutely historic Boston Celtic meltdown, which I'm not sure we're actually going to see at all. The Celtics are seven and a half games up on second place. Cleveland, who's, uh, you know, sitting there a game above the um, Milwaukee Bucks. And I love all these people talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are resurgent. Uh, they're actually uh, suddenly on fire. 
Uh, they're moving up your NBA power rankings. Oh, here come the Milwaukee Bucks. Look, they've won three games in a row. Uh, why don't we hold our horses a little bit? Uh, excuse me, hold our tears a little bit and wait on a claiming victory for Doc Rivers and the Milwaukee Bucks. It's a long season, and of course, uh, we are in the midst of that. I mean, as our banner says, NBA end of season 2024, it's a mad dash, and what the fuck is going to go on? It is exactly where we're at at this point in the NBA season. It is too early, North America, for anybody to be claiming any kind of success with the Milwaukee Bucks and Doc Rivers. It is too early to be moving the Milwaukee Bucks up any kind of power ranking at this point. All right. Uh, so some quick thoughts on uh, what's going on in the uh, Eastern Conference. Hey, by the way, if in case you didn't notice, the New York Knicks have won three out of 10 games. They are three and seven. Now, of course, they've had injuries, and we understand that. But I'm just saying, you know, maybe some of these trades and deals to bring in Detroit Pistons might not actually work out. Hey, let's go bring in two players from the worst team in the NBA and see how they'll actually improve our New York Knicks team. The result has been three and seven during the last 10 games. I am just saying, North America. All right. So um, next up, we're going to play some Clay Thompson video for you. Uh, this is Clay Thompson uh, talking last night after the Golden State Warriors <laughs> won a game. Uh, and of course, uh, for all of you out there, uh, Clay Thompson has officially been turned into a six man. Clay Thompson for six man of the year. Let's play the video. Well, thanks, Molly. That means a lot comes from you. And I, uh, I, I, I'm embracing it. I love it. I mean, some of the greatest to play this game have been six men's in their career. I mean, the first one that comes to my mind is Manu. And uh, we all know the Spurs wouldn't be the franchise they are without him. So it was easy for me to make that uh, transition. I'm not going to say it was easy, but it uh, wasn't as difficult as people thought. And, I mean, I can't think of a better backcourt coming off a bench in the league between me and Chris. So we're going to take great pride in that and try to, you know, bring this team to heights we all aspire to reach so i absolutely love how clay thompson actually pays respect there uh to ginobili talking about manu and how he was uh you know a great six player for the san antonio spurs back in the day all of that is absolutely clear it's also interesting to think i mean uh imagine your backup uh point guards being cp3 and clay thompson I mean, that right there uh, should tell you everything you need to know about a depth chart on a particular team. Now, the Golden State Warriors uh, don't necessarily have a Clay Thompson replacement yet in their starting lineup. As good as the rookie is, Brandon Pazinski, he's still nowhere near uh, 
uh, the Clay Thompson of old in the starting lineup for the Golden State Warriors. But it is exactly what the Warriors need right now. I absolutely, um, uh, once again, love that Clay Thompson has found a way to actually accept his new role with the Golden State Warriors. And is quite frankly, the only way that Clay Thompson and the Golden State Warriors are actually going to find a way actually into the playoffs. Uh, the, that play-in position is a, certainly a spot that the Warriors and, of course, the Lakers don't want to be. Unfortunately, for both of those teams, they will probably be sitting in an environment where they actually have to play in a play-in game just to make the playoffs. Um, this is a good move by the Golden State Warriors, who are basically at this point openly admitting that the uh, warrior dynasty is over. And right about now, what they're trying to do is figure out how they can tread water just enough to actually get into the playoffs. I think the Warriors, like last year's Miami Heat, would be an extremely dangerous team in the playoffs if everybody is healthy. Of course, nobody is going to take down the Denver Nuggets in the uh, Western Conference this year. At least that's my opinion as we sit here with 20-plus games to go in the season. All right. Uh, elsewhere around your association, Drew Holiday has been invited and has accepted an invitation to be a member of the USA Olympic basketball team. It is a uh, something that the uh, USA basketball regime has been trying to get done for quite some time. Uh, they finally were able to, I guess, talk Drew into playing for his, his country in Paris this summer. It should be interesting to see if the USA basketball team is actually able to um, medal, let alone shoot for a gold medal. It is highly competitive basketball now internationally. And if you don't have your very best players on the team, uh, there's a good chance the USA won't be on the podium at all this year. It's still er too early to say anything because we don't know who the full roster is. We don't know. If that old man in Los Angeles that I talked about a little bit earlier, look, LeBron James isn't old. Donald Trump and Joe Biden are old. Those are two old people. Those are two old people that uh, during an interview will most certainly forget something. LeBron James doesn't forget anything when he's being <laughs> interviewed today. But in basketball terms, LeBron James at this point is old, but yet he's still putting up absolutely incredible stats for the Los Angeles Lakers. 25, 7, and 7, as I mentioned in the opening. I absolutely love LeBron James, and I would absolutely love to see LeBron commit to, pay, to play for the USA basketball team this summer in Paris. And finally... 
Well, uh, close to finally today, we had that big buzzer beater. I thought I'd uh, go ahead and show you uh, um, the last five uh, three-pointers uh, that Max Struess made. Uh, uh, let's go ahead and play it, and it will conclude with the actual buzzer beater that won the game for the Cavs over the Mavs <laughs> and starting to rhyme in um, Cleveland last night. Few players in the game. Kyrie Irving, great ball movement. Kleba closes out, but Struce. And now off the inbound, Struce again. Oh, no. Struce looking to go three for three on threes. Mitchell in the open court. Now to Garland. Struce wants it. He has made four straight. What is half point six to go? They're out of timeouts. Dallas leads by one. Mobley, Struce, a heave. All right, uh, so that was Mad Max Struess uh, last night um, with his um, big, uh, big victory uh, buzzer beater shot, which of course is the buzzer beater heard around the world. There was also a buzzer beater in college basketball last night. We're not going to show it to you, but it was Nevada taking down the Colorado State Rams in uh, that one in Colorado. Um, but I thought it was important tonight uh, to actually, or today, I should say, we're actually recording in the morning, which is unusual for the uh, House of Takes NBA show. Um, but uh, we're trying something new. Um, but I thought we would end today's show out on a lighter side. And that lighter side is to actually give some love if you will, to the G League team in Memphis. That's right, the Memphis Grizzlies, who have now won two out of eight games, or excuse me, two out of 10 games, and are sitting there at 20 and 38 at this point. The Memphis Grizzlies are a team that have been absolutely decimated by injuries, as we all know. And yet, the Memphis Grizzlies are five games above the Portland Trailblazers. Hey, and for those of you that have been listening to the House of Takes NBA show podcast, you know where I'm about to go with this. The Memphis Grizzlies are nine, uh, nine games ahead of the San Antonio Spurs. We talked about Wemby yesterday. We talked about Wemby. If you compare Wemby's stats to Bam out of Bayou's stats in Miami, they're pretty close. I give the edge to Wemby at this point. I mean, for God's sakes, he's only a rookie. But it's a complete disgrace in San Antonio for the San Antonio Spurs to only have 11 wins on the season, Greg Popovich. As for the Memphis Grizzlies, they certainly had opportunities to go all Detroit Pistons earlier in the season when Jaw went out. But they put up a fight. And I absolutely love that the Memphis Grizzlies are essentially fielding a G League team in the NBA and allowing these kids to actually gain valuable National Basketball Association experience all right uh that is it for today's uh house of takes nba show 
Hey, uh, for God's sakes, North America, uh, we're closing in on 1,200 subscribers on our big YouTube channel. And um, of course, our podcast is up and running. It's been up and running for about a week now. Uh, so check it out across all of the various podcast platforms that are out there. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in uh, to uh, today's um, House of Takes show. It's an absolute mad dash. I mean, what the fuck is going to happen in the National Basketball Association? For the NBA show, as always, I am Dave DePauw, wishing you all an absolutely tremendous rest of your sports viewing day. You've been listening to the House of Takes NBA show with Dave Daba, presented by Stealth.ltd.